everyone. This is the Easy Allies Podcast. I'm your moderator, Kyle Bossman. And joining us this week, Daniel Bloodworth. Hello. From Game Informer, Ben Hansen. Game Informer. Hi, everybody. Thanks for having me. And from Easy Allies, Brandon Jones. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) So, Ben. Yeah. Uh, you told me your job title is video producer, but I feel like you're, you're more than that. You're like a host of the Game Informer show. I would <laughs> lead with that. that. Oh, really? Yeah, if you're shaking hands high, mm. host of the Game Informer show. I'm a show. video editor in my heart, man. Okay. Yeah, sure. that can never nice. go away. Yeah, yeah, but I also host the Game Informer show podcast, Yeah. Uh, which has been around since, what, 2009? Matt Helgeson used to be the host, and then uh, Tim Turry and I, who's now at Capcom, have, you know, he left Game Informer, which is sad. Uh, but yeah, we've been hosting, or I've been hosting for a couple years now, and it's a, it's a cool. good time. Yeah. Really good mic placement from Ben, you can tell. Oh yeah! Really oh, really right up there. on it. We're Probably trying to do this really well, good. Yeah. <laughs> We're still learning our mic mic methods. Yeah, but I still video producer. I mean, that's a lot of my job is going on the cover story trips and filming interviews, uh, and then coming back and editing them, posting them online, and then flying out for the next batch. It's really fun to have like a site that rotates on a monthly basis based yeah. on a magazine cover story. It's yeah. weird. So did you do like Mega Man? That was you. Yeah, you for sure. That's cool. Yeah, and that was actually a weird one where we actually did. Uh, Monster Hunter World and Mega Man back to back, so I got to stay in Osaka for two and a half weeks straight. Oh, oh wow. man, it's just amazing. Yeah, yeah just the way cool. that that lined up. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, but I've been there since like 2010. So the first one I went on was Skyrim, which was a, sure. a yeah, jumping in the deep end for sure. Yeah, that's really fun. Yeah. And so, what do you do? You go there, you interview people. Like, it, it, what is your goal out of like? Do you make your stories afterwards, your headlines afterwards of your videos? Mm. Like, do you come in with like ideas of like, okay, I'll make a video out of this, I'll make a video out of this, or do you just like kind of just let people talk? Yeah, I like to be meticulous. I, I'm I'm way too focused on you know notes and organizing all this stuff, but mm-hmm. it's important to stay a little bit loose. Like, you'll show up on day one at a studio and be like, ooh that audio guy is just dripping with personality. Like <laughs> yeah. maybe we should shift and make a video focus on, focusing on him, make sure it's okay. Uh, and then go ahead and film it. So kind of a, a mix, That's cool. you know? Yeah. It, it definitely helps. And as the years have gone by, it's always really helpful to go in with like, okay, knowing vaguely what will work out and going from the headline out is maybe a cheap and lame way to go. But when it comes to actually posting on the site, it's so much better than just having the generic interview of, the past, present, and future of the Metro series, yeah. you know, which is always like, here's the go-to headline, everybody, yeah. you know? I hear you. All right, sorry, one last question. Yeah. It's about Mega Man. So Please. did you did you leave knowing you're going to go see Mega Man? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The cover stories worked out uh, long in advance. And so I was like, okay, that's why I was going to stay there for two and a half weeks. And it was Monster Hunter World, mm-hmm. diving all in on Monster Hunter World, which was scary, like knowing that fan base, like, okay, we've got to do it right. Got to yeah. make sure we get all the facts out there. Um, and then stick, sticking around for Mega Man 11. Uh, yeah, so for sure we knew what we are getting into. That's cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, are you ready to play And For That Reason? Sure. Let's do it. Okay. <laughs> and For That Reason begins now. We, our submission comes from Maverick Summers. Good evening, Easy Allies and Mr. Hansen. Asymmetrical multiplayer is all the rage these days. How about a game where one player plays as a piece of cheese and the other plays as a mouse? And the cheese player has to convince the mouse player not to eat them. So, who's in? Okay. Oh, all right. That You chose that one. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Jones, because here's the thing. When people are submitting, I'm like, please make them short. And this yeah. person is just like, I got it. So they, I got a genius short. They like, slipped right past the competition. Yes. I love that. All these major drawn out diagrams and mm-hmm. everything. <laughs> no, that cheese one. <laughs> <laughs> But I, I, uh, I'm excited. I mean, let's hear your judgments. I like the idea. Daniel Bloodworth. Okay. Uh, what method does the cheese use to communicate? Uh, great question. Uh, there is a bartering system, so you can present items. Oh. 
And uh, if you put if you invest in the skill, you can learn to write with chalk. Oh, okay. Um. Well, I just think that cheese is is too tasty not to eat. So for that reason, I'm out. <laughs> You'd just be too lopsided every match. It's a good cheese. point. It's a good point. Okay, okay. Uh, ben, how do you feel about this one? I, you know what? I, I want to know what the player count is. I want to know: is it ever going to be like ten pieces of cheese against one mouse? Like, what, what is this looking like? It's a lot of mice against one cheese. Holy lord! Yeah, you which, convince them all? Yeah, you got to convince them all not Oof. to eat you. Oof. I like that. I, I like you know the game is weird, but that SOS game on Steam I feel like has a lot of potential just purely on the social dynamics. It's it's underrated. Mm. Just hooking a mic up, really leaning into it. For that reason, I'm in. Oh no. wow. Brandon Jones. Is this open world or am I getting more of like an Octodad vibe? <laughs> open kitchen. Open kitchen? Yes. <laughs> and I can get up on the, I'm not just on the floor here. You know, like I can maybe you make, get up make on a, a sink happen. You know, maybe do a little like dinner I table pitch. Yeah. Can I get up on the edge of the table and speak? Have you, hold Hear on. me, mice. I want to know if you've, if you've seen a mouse on a counter before. No, but I've never I'm seen ne- a ch- piece of cheese talking to a mouse either, but apparently that's happening. No, you, I, you, the, the mouse cannot climb up on the counter. Dude, they can totally climb up on the counter. I guess, I guess if there is like a system of, of like little blocks that lead up to it, yes. Yeah. Okay. So then the answer is yes, you could do that. For that reason, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> I got to climb something, you know? Okay. Uh, let's do corrections. Begin corrections music, please. Cervantes has a gun. He shoots all the time. Of course. Uh, Far Cry 2, 3, and 4 had a map editor, and apparently one did too. Neato. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Far Cry 5's arcade mode will include Far Cry Pri- Far Cry Primal assets. Cool. Um, we got a lot of corrections about the cartoons, the video game cartoons. Oh. I'm not going to get into them. Like, like who cares? Uh, but here's one that stuck with me because I th- I said like in Kirby right back at you, there were humans in there, and somebody's like, "There's not humans." And I'm like, "Yeah, there are." So I looked it up, and they're not humans. They're they're called Tiff and Tough. And like they're these weird, like what? kids. You're they, shaking so much. I, this, is what, <laughs> this is how tiff and tough make me feel. And so like they're just they're kids, but they're not humans. They have like Kirby feet. Google tiff and tough. Uh, and this is a weird update. We played that cool game where somebody added up all the money you could possibly spend on a game. Uh, apparently, Train Simulator on Steam you could spend on its DLC. Seven thousand five hundred eighty-three dollars and sixty-six cents. That's like four real trains. You can buy four real trains. End <laughs> <laughs> correction music, please. <laughs> so, uh, Ben, I don't know if you know this. Yeah. My favorite way to start a podcast is with a game announcement. Hell yeah! I love game announcements, and we happen to have four to Whoa. talk about this week. Really? Yes. Because we record on Tuesdays. Yeah. So, yeah, we, we, a lot of it happened over the last oh, seven yeah, days. Oh, yeah, for sure. I get most of my news from this show. <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll, go, we'll go through them piece by piece. What, I think this is the biggest one. Uh, you know what? We might have to rank the significance. We'll, we'll do that. Oh, yeah. We'll, we'll sure. rank the significance. Sure, sure. Right, right. Um, Just four games. It's easy. But I wanted to talk through each game first. Let's talk about Super Smash Bros. Yeah. Oh. So, uh, there was a Nintendo Direct. A uh, 30-minute th- one. It turned out to be like 34 minutes, actually. Ended with a surprise trailer of showing two Splatoon kids messing around and then this horrific sight of the <laughs> Smash Brothers logo burning in the sky and an intimidating vision of Mario and Link, just their hair blowing and the camera shaking and this, the horrified Squid Kids. And then all we got was the title Super Smash Bros. Nothing else. 
That's all we know. Yeah. <laughs> so panel, the weird debate, and this is like inseparable from the discussion about Super Smash Bros. is, is it Wii U with new characters or is this a whole new game? How do we interpret this announcement? What do we hope for? Oh my God, it's so tough. Smash is probably my favorite series. And of I, all, of all I, video games. Man, in terms, especially like the marketing ramp up. Oh, sure. Oh, this, the, the campaigns are the best. Yeah. They absolutely Some of the are. best the campaigns in video are, game like, history, period. The yeah. Mega Man reveal trailer. The, oh, yeah. Even the announcement of the Wii Fit trainer. So much fun even leading like Green up to Ninja, it. who like don't know, don't care about. Exactly. Like, I remember that trailer. Like, <laughs> yes. It's the only reason I know who Green Ninja is. That is a good trailer. Yeah, <laughs> I remember good that. Wow. It makes everything look amazing <laughs> to the point that... It's one of those things where I saw that trailer and I was just clapping like, hell yeah, this is so awesome. And then it was really a double take of realizing like, wait, is this supposed to be tongue in cheek? Because it's making it look like the announcement of New Smash is the second coming of Christ, <laughs> which is I think how a lot of gamers feel. But like, wait, but this series has a crazy sense of humor. Is this supposed to be a joke? How important it seems? Yeah, I think it is. It is. Okay. It is. Yeah. But there's still that percentage of fans that take it very seriously in that yeah. trailer of like, no, no, Mario's just in a burning chaos and he's looking with just pure hate in his eyes i've never seen mario depicted that way yeah ever, ever. like he's never meant to look that way and they're just like let's go for it you know i love that i, lo I do love that uh blood where do you stand you think it's a new game uh yeah i've definitely been leaning towards new game um i think that they've definitely like have room to like work with the wii u assets and engine and all that but i think there's been plenty of time now. You know, like as quickly as they like turned Splatoon around into Splatoon Two, I think it's a very similar kind of situation where it's like, like yeah, like at a glance it might look very similar, but like when you actually like Splatoon Two in particular, like when you start like dialing into like character models and textures and and like all the complexity of like even the the uh, the ink, like there's a lot more there than you realize at first glance, and I think. Sure. I think Smash Brothers has, has had enough time to do that, um, especially if you know they started working on this like not that long after the the DLC. You know, and then that's one like we won't really know right until they get into it. And it and it could be, um, you know, I, I've seen some people tweet out uh, kind of like a similar situation to like Mario Galaxy Two, you know, where oh, it's like, you know, like they started working kind of like remixing the original game, and then it's like. Oh, this is like more than just a port. Like this is a much bigger thing now. Yeah, I feel like it's kind of different though for a fighting game where like the characters would just play the same and have the same moves and look the same. Sure, but Smash has a lot more outside of the core fighting game. You know? So, Blood, you're saying you you would call this a whole new game even if it has the exact same roster plus a few more. You'd say that's a new game. Um, but yeah, that's what I mean. I, I think there's more to it than just the roster you know like i think that you know there are almost definitely going to be added modes and different things going on and and yeah like even you, you pointed out like link looks like breath of the wild link yeah. and that's breath that of the will wild change link. his moveset no stupid hat yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no weird windy boomerang anymore yeah get rid of it yeah a lot of link's moves are kind of stupid actually yeah bring them on <laughs> if, if it's like the, the ice thing like make an ice pillar appear yeah, yeah. absolutely it's sad to Ooh. just is it insane just to think like, oh, what's the difference? I love the series dearly. I'm okay with it. I mean, they can get rid of Smash Tour, maybe add one new mode, add a couple of new characters, even if it's three new characters, call the new game, whatever the hell you call it, I'll play it and love it. You know, like yeah. I don't need that many changes. But the twist is thinking about Sakurai the creator because 
every interview that guy did, he's like, this is killing me. Yes. I, <laughs> my like, hurt. Not, yes. My health Eyes bar hurt. is red and yeah. blinking. Please <laughs> end me. I don't want to make Smash anymore. <laughs> and so he's involved with this new one. Yeah. So maybe he doesn't want to completely revolutionize what smash is and i don't know if the fans re- even want that at this point you know yeah you're right we should it should be the same game just for soccer eyes sake <laughs> right <laughs> break. jones yeah how do you feel about that announcement uh in terms of do you get a vibe of a whole new game or do you get a vibe of like oh I, it's coming to switch i don't get that vibe and it's not necessarily from the trailer itself um i mean the trailer that we got is just showing off two new characters. That's all that trailer really does. I mean, it shows off potentially new designs for the characters that are already in it. Yeah. But it is really focused on characters. And so it's tough to really get that vibe, especially for someone like me. I'm just terrible at Smash. This is why I don't play it. But like, uh, it's tough for somebody on the outside like me to get like this new game vibe. And I keep thinking about Mario Kart 8. I keep thinking yeah. about this game that they didn't do a ton to and just brought it to the Switch. Oh, it was in top 10 NPD in January. So like they didn't really need to do a ton to Mario Kart 8 for it not only to perform well on Switch, but, you know, amazingly well. And so it it just, I don't get that vibe that with all, with them being like, okay, we got to bring Metroid back. We got, you know, we got a new Yoshi game coming, new Kirby game coming. That Oh yeah, we're also completely, you know, completely brand new Smash game. But at the same time, I don't know what, because I remember the Wii version had, that was Brawl, had mm. uh, the weird single player sub that like, yeah. in this area. Yeah. Right. So that's a clear identifier of like, oh, that's in it? That's a port. You know, it's like, is there right. something, you you brought up some mode or something, is there something identifiable that like, we just have to hear if that's in it or not, and then we'll know, okay, they're just adding stuff I to I mean, there's so many the wacky version. modes. Yeah, I mean, I think Smash Tour might the, be the biggest make or break for figuring out if it's a new mode or not. Uh, yeah, it's really tough, and it's so easy to speculate on where it's going to go in the future and what characters they can add. But you mentioned, you know, two new characters at least. But even just focusing on what they've shown, thinking about like the Inklings in Smash, it's just a world of speculation. We've just focused on that alone. Yeah. Think about how much they're just going to paint up every arena in Smash. It's going to be a mess. Do you, think that work? do you think they could paint it and then you'll be able to travel faster through your paint? I guarantee it. They have. Yeah. If they don't do that, it would be so lame. <laughs> yeah. But it's yeah, just, right. think of like, yeah. you know, hopefully they add Corneria back to the Wii U version here, which is one of my favorite levels. But just thinking about Star Fox's ship just completely covered in different <laughs> colored ink, it's going to be a mess. Yeah. Um, well, I, and I, I think another good point that they had, like the, the official working title is... Nintendo Switch Super Smash Brothers working title. And I it does seem kind of weird that they would put working title on something if it was a port. That they wouldn't just say Super Smash Brothers for Deluxe Switch. or sure. something like that or Super Smash Brothers for Switch, yeah. Yeah. Right, or and and that reveal should have had gameplay if it was strictly a port. Yeah. If you 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 wouldn't do a CG trailer for a port and not show gameplay at the end is how I feel about it's it. It's probably going to be that weird hybrid yeah. comma but who cares. I think so. <laughs> you know? I like your point about I who cares. Could, I could see that though. I mean, you know, you're going from the Wii U to the Switch, like you do have a little more processing power, so maybe they're just figuring it out. Maybe they're like we don't want to label what this game will mm. look like right now. You know, we don't want to say cuz then everyone like, "All right, let's do it." And they'll bring up the Wii U version and put the Switch next to it. Looks the same to me. I guess the Switch sucks and you know, like yeah. I, I just for- think they want to avoid all that stuff. I did forget to mention a very important detail. Uh, the trailer didn't just end uh, with blackness; it ended with the year 2018. That's amazing. Yeah. Which yeah. is a really important yeah. detail. I should have oh, brought yeah. up first. It's like, yeah, this game's coming soon. Yeah, yeah, probably more on the hybrid angle of yes. the port. Right. Yeah, but absolutely. I think I think it's not that crazy when you look at what they've done with Splatoon and Arms, where these aren't games that just release with everything. You know, like they incrementally update with lots of free updates. Do you think they'll do that with Smash? 
Yeah, I think there will be a series of free and paid updates that, that come out, and so Smash will be continually evolving over the next two years after it comes out. Yeah. They didn't do too much of that with Wii U. They added new characters and stuff like that, but I feel like they could really lean into new stages even more and really just slowly trickle stuff out for years if they want. That's fine. Yeah, yeah it's fine. I mean, characters were kind of expensive on Wii U, right? Yeah. And so it, it'd be weird that they're going to try to make less money and take the arms route, you know? But, like... Yeah, but, I, yeah. I, but like Splatoon is doing a combination. Like Splatoon's doing a bunch of free updates, but here's this twenty dollars single player. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think nice. I think that's the main reason why I think it's a, a, it's gonna be better than a port. But I, I think it's not a completely new version. Is they don't have to. Yeah. You know, like I think that's mm-hmm. I think they could probably sell almost the same amount of units. <laughs> like just being like, oh, we'll just add some cool stuff to the version. You, you talked about year. you talked about processing power. Is something uh, Sakurai actually wrote like a series of kind of dev diaries for Game Informer during the development of the Wii U and 3DS versions. Nice plug. And thank yeah, you so great much. Plug, yeah. Yeah. Definitely check it out. We put it up on Game Informer's site not too long ago. <laughs> and I was reading through that again because I'm a big old you know nerdo. And one of the things that he brought up, which I had completely forgotten about, is he said that they tried to get ice climbers in the Wii U and 3DS versions, but mm-hmm. they couldn't get the tech for the duality of the ice climbers working on 3DS, and so they pulled it at the last second. So on the processing power front, that seems like an easy addition mm. now that we can cut that 3DS crap out of the way, get the mm. ice climbers back in there. We'll, we'll move on, but I want to know, uh, are you excited about ice climbers? <laughs> no! Okay. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> They're interesting, vaguely. Yeah. Uh, that trailer's going to be hard. Like, hey, the ice climbers are back. It's kind of like... But honestly, if anybody can make you care about the Ice Climbers, it's going to be the marketing team or whoever designs those trailers. It'll be badass as hell. Yeah, I would love to know. I'd honestly love to see the storyboarding and and really the design of those trailers. It's actually truly interesting. I think it's a great kudos to Nintendo that we're even talking about this. That we're not all like, it's a port. Come on, move on. Next story. They were like, I don't know. Mm -hmm. They've been weird lately. They've been doing (laughs) a lot of surprising, crazy stuff. There are a lot of Switch games I play. We're like, whoa, look at this. So we'll see. The next game that was announced last week, The Division 2. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was announced <laughs> last week. Yeah. Uh, I remember it happening. I don't think I looked at the details. There's not many details, Blood. Okay. All we have is the the name. We know that Massive is working on it again, and we know mm-hmm. that we will learn more at E3 this year. Also, something interesting is maybe something that Destiny kind of faltered in is them saying that, like, oh, you can keep playing Division 1, and it'll fuel your progress in Division 2 in oh. some way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I honestly, I tuned out in the rest, like the bottom half of that 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 post that they wrote. So I'm sorry, like loot I get will carry over. I don't know exactly how it works. I watched because they announced it in a live stream. It's such a weird, soft announcement. It just oh, felt I like saw it was a press release. So they they did it in a in a they did it in a live stream. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have a state of the game live stream with Division, and they just sat around and then casually mentioned like, yeah, we're working on Division Two. We cannot talk about it at all until E3. Please sit tight. But just that's to kind of so get it funny. off their chest, yeah. So that's a, like a weekly thing they normally do, the di- like Seems the state that of division. Yeah. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, it's a weird game to have a sequel, right? In, at least in terms of story. Oh, you you think just add because it's like the whole thing is like this right. setup of like here's the outbreak and like yeah. it's like yo, I guess you guys never contained the outbreak. Huh? Apocalypse like, Plus. <laughs> <laughs> you thought things got bad. <laughs> Where do you want them to go? Um, yeah, another city. You're totally right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it would be interesting to see. Yeah, whether they did something that was a little bit more more mixed, because I think that's one of the vibes is that you know like a lot of the game kind of ended up looking looking the same. Yeah, snowy the New York. snowy, yeah, always in the snow. Yeah, be cool. I like It'd a be water cool park. Yeah. <laughs> Just one snowy water park. Oh, snowy. Yeah. Are they attached to the snow? I mean, do they I want to attach to the snow? They got to do. It. That's the division the aesthetic. Look. Yeah. No, because okay. now I'm starting to think about it. 
they're at E3. They're gonna be like, check this out, a beach. You right. Know? They're totally gonna lean into that. <laughs> Just a, like some attempt to make the game look different. As Blood said, like, why make a sequel? I think that's the kind of thing you prove it is just simply visually, like, here's where we are this time. Yeah, just thinking about it, like, okay, how Ubisoft in general, how can they make the setting for Division Two stand out? They've been, out of all companies, they have really trotted the globe. You know, they've been around everywhere. Like, I guess desert. Which, I, oh, I know Origins why, why not just both? came out. Yeah. Yeah. Globe, globe trot in the game. You know, what if oh, it's God. what if you're in a little Tokyo area there and a little but I do think going, going back to New York, but New York's mm. different. You know, I, like, I think yeah. the idea, Jones, is like your resource. Uh, you don't have a lot of resources. You know what I mean? You're a poor person. Mm-hmm. Like you can't go globe trotting. Maybe that's the change. <laughs> is that like we the division one that you're playing is in this first era, the initial apocalypse, and then at some point, maybe ten years after the events that you've played in division, we get part of it figured out, and then to clean things up, we send in these crews to these other zones to just clean it. You know, ooh, like oh, going okay. through and repairing still, cities. Like maybe we've saved New York. Maybe New York's like a hub. That'd be kind of cool. Maybe to like hang out in places that you couldn't during division because like it's better now. Yeah, you know, it's kind of like doing a new Star Trek show. It's like doesn't mean the next generation didn't happen. It's just we're on Deep Space Nine now. You know. <laughs> Like we're just in another part of the world. Like there might be a little crossover. You might see characters that are older now or something. Like, Did you hear Broadway's back open? Yeah. <laughs> Did you hear shows? Now. Yeah. That would be funny. It's only oh. live streams of the Division <laughs> One. Please watch <laughs> Hamilton's back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's so weird to me how big of a game Division is. That Ubisoft is investing heavily in this game. Uh, we had a we had a rumor. Game Reactor reported that there are a thousand people working on this game right now. That's Man. crazy. Whoa. That is a huge game. It's so, a Ubisoft dozen. Yeah. Ubisoft, I, I love what they did with Rainbow Six. You know, it's just, it's still there. It's still going. People are still playing it. They love it. Yeah. You know, I guess the zombies mode people are freaking out about. Like, that's, yeah. su- that's super tempting me to pick the game up, which haven't played it since I, like, demoed it before it launched. And um, Also, so, yeah. just the free weekends they're pushing on Rainbow Six, yeah. I think is so smart. I yeah. mean, they've done such a good job keeping these games alive. I'm very curious about Skull and Bones that they haven't mentioned about. Is that the yeah? Name of that? They haven't haven't seen a lot of Skull and about Bones it really in the past since last year. E3. Or yeah. Starlink. You know, it's like yeah. maybe Starlink is yeah. Starlink is likely not going to be seen again, right? right. I, really? No, I don't know. I just get the There's feeling. Hardware. I get the feeling like that one could disappear and we would never talk about it again. You know? <laughs> totally right. I feel bad saying like, that. Tran- what transference? Right or transferring? Yeah. No, no trans- transference. <laughs> the, the, the Elijah Wood, the VR. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. been oh. that's been at multiple like There's Gamescom, PSX, games, yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. But you're right, like Skull and Bones and Starlink. Like as many times as I've been to Ubisoft in the past year, I have not seen them brought up again. Oh man! But on the Skull and Bones front alone, I feel like I have faith in Ubisoft sticking with their multiplayer efforts and really building it up and focusing on the yeah. community over time. For Honor, I think, is doing okay. It's not the success story, obviously, that Rainbow Six is, but, like, that's a weird game, and yeah, they as much a, of a success as it is, that's yeah, a Yeah, big, big update with that. And we always talk about Wildlands being a crazy success. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you never, a, you never hear, like, Ubisoft messed it up. You know, it's like, For Honor's just not big because it's just not big. It's you just hear not, they messed it up. It, it, this is a recent trend. Okay. I think coming off of like Assassin's Creed where they're like, hey, we made too many bad ones. We got to take a year off. You right. know what I mean? That was yeah. Ubisoft. Well, not but specifically how they handle online, okay. how they support For Honor and Rainbow Six and, and these games over a period of time. So people look looking in, at reinvesting and even that are finishing Division One. Like, I don't know what the sentiment is among players that, you know, if they look at Ubisoft, not only producing another long term online game, but uh, continuing Division. I think. I think the sentiment is better with Division, even though the audience is smaller than Destiny, than Destiny players going into Destiny 2. 
I think there's more of like, I think they're going to do this right. Yeah, or if I sure. like Division, I'm probably going to like this one too. You know what, yeah. Jones? I got to agree with that. Or Destiny 2 yeah. definitely had like the vibe across it where it's like, we're fixing it. <laughs> you know, like we're right. like, still Anything does, you didn't like, you're yeah. going to love it now. And then it seemed like, you know, this is uh, very anecdotal, but it felt like came out at launch. People were like, okay, maybe they did fix it. Yeah. And now it's just started to kind of dive back oh, down. God, on a month nope, by month nope, basis. Nope, nope, yeah. nope. Uh, we have another game announcement that we got very little information from. It's another one where it says, hey, we'll tell you more later. Call of Duty Black Ops 4. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, that's, so that's real. Treyarch yep. is developing, as was reported earlier. Uh, that game will be re- We've got a release date, actually. October 12th. Early. Okay. For yes. a pod. Yeah. Oh, very early. That's odd. How many? That's a tradition. They're really shattering here. Yeah. What is it? Red Dead that pushed them out, you think? Oh, interesting. Yeah, <laughs> that, it could be. I'd be so proud of Red Wait, Dead if they scared when God. When is Red Dead? I thought it was November. The week, uh, no, it's the end of October. October oh, okay. 20-something. Wow, so there okay. before Red Dead, but, but just by a week or two. Yeah, probably, probably a smart move. And this is Black Ops Four, mm-hmm. number four, unless it's in the logo and then it's a scratch mark. Can I tell you, Ben? I love yeah. the logo. Yeah. Oh, you do? Okay, I do. So mm-hmm. we should explain yeah, the logo. Fine. We should explain the logo. <laughs> it's four lines. Yeah. yeah. Which there's a lot of it's like the it's the easy joke. You're like that's not Roman numerals, and it's like it might not be. Like the three might not be a Roman numeral. Like officers in the military have lines to denote rank it's true. and stuff. Yeah. So like it could be there's all sorts of stuff. And like, if they do, if like, it had a line on top. If there's a line on the top and the bottom, all right, yeah. that's not a, a thing. That's but a <laughs> but if they do like you know uh, something like a zombies mode, I don't know if they can keep going down that zombies well. Who There'll knows? They got mode. to. Okay, okay. well then yeah. you got the mm-hmm. easy logo treatment of like the zombie claw marks going right. down well, for then. the for the mm-hmm. four. You know what I mean? It was funny. Uh, the logo leaked because James Harden was wearing a hat that had it on. <laughs> Oh. And, and, and I saw the tweet like a, a while ago. I was like, okay, there he is. But then I was like, hold on. That's probably the new Call of Duty logo. What? I love that. Oops. Just no one could communicate to him. Don't wear this hat, I'm man. sure they did. And he's like, whatever. Like, but they yeah. had to make like that. the hat. <laughs> yeah. I don't Nobody's know. Nobody's going to know. Yeah. There's got to be some intention to that. That's weird. You're right. It is a good way to leak. Yeah. Having James Harden leak your logo, that is actually pretty cool. <laughs> I get what you're saying. Yeah. So what do we know about the game? Uh, very little. We know it's Black Ops 4. We know Treyarch is working on it, and we know we'll learn more in May. Probably futuristic. Probably. Yes. Maybe? But there's the, the phrase, boots on the ground, Jones, is going to come back. They, re- they really want to go back to boots on the ground. Okay. <laughs> but one was in the past, but 2, 3, and 4 were all very much in the future. Really? Or 2, two 3, was? 2, and 3. One was, yeah, I think one was one was a bit of everything. One bounced all over the place because you were yeah, yeah, going back cool through stuff. someone's memory. And yeah, so. yeah, And three is super in the future. I don't think they're going three past that. Three is way super, super in the future. Yeah. I think they're going Black Ops 4 for the title more than like the actual theme of the game. Ooh, yeah, right. I think That's you're right. right. I mean, on the Call of Duty World War II cover story trip, uh, Hirschberg, who now left Activision, the CEO, uh, he was talking about how, like, yeah, we probably did one too many Call of Duties in the future with Infinite Warfare. He said like, that. Yeah, wow. he's like, we pushed it a little bit too far. Uh, and so I don't know if it's like, all right, we got World War II out of the system, sold well, cleanse the pipes, now let's go back to the future, but I would doubt it. I would doubt yeah. it. Yeah, yeah I, I'm, I think maybe like like that five-year future where you have like cooler yeah. guns that don't exist yet. Uh, that's my guess. For right, sure. right. But so, yeah, we'll find out more in May, that kind of thing. Yeah, I guess the release date really is the headline there. It's, it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah. They locked in October 12th. Yeah, I wonder, I do wonder if there's like some weird reasoning for that. For no one whoever? Yeah. Yeah, because they usually because like their all their map packs and stuff usually lead all the way like they just keep releasing stuff for the previous game, so I wonder if uh, yeah I wonder what their sales are on map packs on because right even even talking about World War Two yeah because it sold so well it undid the downward trend of Call of Duty sales and so how do they point at that and say hey we should do better next year let's do October like I don't know like I don't know what the strategy is there yeah 
We need um, to get Hirschberg back. Yeah, bring yeah. him back. <laughs> Why well, October 12th? Tell us. <laughs> uh, final game announcement. WarioWare Gold. Awesome. Oh. <laughs> Just awesome. <laughs> so what this is, this is a this is a collection of WarioWare games. 300 uh, little collection mm. collection of, of WarioWare games. Uh, I think going all the way back to the first one. Uh, what's the tilting one called? Twisted. WarioWare Twisted. That's the one people really liked that somehow I never got around to. So we even <laughs> saw we saw a Twisted minigame included there. So I yeah. think that's pretty cool. It's awesome. What bummed me out seeing that, also Luigi's Mansion and also the Bowser's Inside Story remake is like, God, I feel like that headline came out three years ago, four years ago maybe, where it's like, hey, Nintendo's focusing all of its divisions, no longer splitting between handheld and console. We're focusing everything so, on one division. Yes. And now to see all those announcements from that direct, it's like, okay, Alpha Dream is still working on this. The awesome WarioWare Rhythm Heaven team, they're still working on 3DS. I don't know who's making Luigi's Mansion. I hope it's not next level. It could be like Monster Games or something. I was saying the same thing. I was like, please don't be next level. Yeah, because yeah, you want them to work on something else, right? It's just being yes. bogged down. And yeah. Just bring it to Switch. I want WarioWare on Switch so right. desperately. But you saw those those sales in that recent report, right? Which oh, 3DS ones? sales. The 3DS software oh, yeah. sales. Yeah. Right. The, the console like, still insane. Yeah. Well, you need to double dip. You would get on the 3DS now, and then a year, hey, guess what? New announcement. Yeah. Luigi's Mansion coming to Switch. Like, I guess ah, so. We're excited again. You know. And you're right, Jones. I'll eat that up. Yeah. Ooh, especially if they do the same transition they did from the first WarioWare to the GameCube one, where they just add multiplayer for this crazy Mega Mix version of WarioWare for mm-hmm. the Switch version. Done. Yeah. It's just, it is shocking to me to see the report, the support for 3DS continue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's crazy. But did anybody talk about Kirby Battle Royale, which came out, what, like three weeks ago or something? We made fun of it on this podcast. Okay, I hope so. <laughs> yeah, we, I did, we did our due diligence, don't worry. I know it's actually got, got uh, to play it. Like, I have it, but I haven't actually booted it up. Yeah. Oh. So. I hope you're used to that feeling because it's going to be the next five years of your life. Like, I should go back and check out that Kirby Battle Royale game. <laughs> yeah, it's a very it's, funny name. I don't know if I'll ever pick that up. Yeah. Uh, and the reviews were super bad for that, is what I remember. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it's it's weird. It's weird that they have a plan even into 2019. Yeah, that that Bowser's Inside Story is a 2019. No, Bowser's no. Inside Story makes so much sense though. Like it'll be weird to put that on Switch. Why? Because they did all the funny gimmicky stuff with the two screen thing. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you'd have to like create two screens on your switch in some way it'd be annoying oh, yeah don't you want alpha dream just be liberated and make a new rpg oh, they're making sure. mario and luigi stuff forever yeah 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 you're right it would be very nice if they could just make a new one i wonder if like intelligent systems is working on mario rpg and they're like eh, it's overlap or something you know yeah mm-hmm. yeah it could be um but i mean we don't have any nintendo games announced for 2019 except for that 3ds game I'm, oh I'm sure God. we have games that are, have been announced that will come out in 2019, Metroid, but they, yeah. they, they did not say like with any other game. Yeah, 2019. Like that. That's to me like it's it's a it's a statement of hey, we're supporting the 3DS this year out. Yeah. We're not giving up on that thing. It's going to keep selling. People are going to keep buying it. And switches are selling. They're not really hurting each other. I don't know. I don't know if it's really a problem. I think it's just a problem for us who would rather play those games on a Switch. Yeah. Another really interesting uh, thing that was announced, though, is what was the 3DS game called? The Sushi one. Sushi Striker. Way of the Sushido. That was a 3DS game announced, I think, at E3 last year. Um, and they said, hey, that's also coming to Switch, actually. Simultaneous. Yeah. So that was kind of surprising. And yeah. we kind of had the the opposite effect uh, with SteamWorld Dig 2 came out on Switch and then more recently came out on 3DS. So, yeah, I think we just may see more of those kind of 
smaller games that don't have as much expectation on them kind of try to hit both. Yeah, Captain Toad. Captain Toad Treasure Tracker yeah. coming yeah. to Switch and 3DS. You could have made a 3DS version of that ages ago, but you chose now when you make the Switch version. For right, some right. It's crazy. It's crazy that those games would exist. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think it's kind of interesting, a 3DS chugging along. It's cool. interesting. I mean, they've got to be playing on the road a little bit with Captain Toad specifically because that was made with 3D World's engine. Like, that just kind of chums the waters even more for a 3D World port to switch at some point, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why lead with Captain Toad, though? It's odd, right? I think it's just easier. <laughs> I, I think it's just an easier job. Yeah, yeah. There are so yeah. many people tweeting about that. Though. Like, yeah, yeah I, I, the fans wanted it probably even more than they wanted 3D World, weirdly enough. The ultimate underdog, Captain Toad. <laughs> yeah. Captain Toad, it's a tight, compact game. It's, yeah. it's a really, really good game. I can see why. It's just like, you know, let's just do that. Let's get it off the table and maybe 3D World after that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's cool. It's cool that that's happening. Uh, unfortunately, it's now time to rank the significance. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so we have those four game announcements. Super Smash Bros., The Division 2, Call of Duty Black Ops 4, and WarioWare Gold. How do we rank the significance of these four titles? Game announcements. I mean, I, I honestly feel like you just did just by listing no, them. You can't the order. Division. Yeah. Yeah, you, well, you would put Division over Call of Duty? Not as surprising uh, COD, but still. A- are we talking? Oh, maybe not. No. Um, yeah, Sma- yeah, yeah I'd, I'd put Smash at the top, Call of Duty, Division, and WarioWare. Yep, that's yeah. me too. Now, we're talking sales, or what is your definition of significance? Oh, there's no definition. It's just the feeling. It's your baby. Okay. Yeah. What is yeah, personally yeah, significant yeah. to you? Yeah. Because sales, I mean, Call of Duty, right? Will Call of Duty outsell Smash Bros.? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Always. Yeah. It's not about sales. Okay. It's. I mean, you're obviously going to put Smash Bros. first, right? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Division 2 or Call of Duty? I think Black Call Ops of Duty 4. has more potential to be just completely nuts based on Black Ops 3's campaign. So mm. I don't know how much like curiosity feeds into this. No, <laughs> significance, that's good. No, curiosity you know? is very important with significance. Okay, yeah. okay. Then that's maybe up there. Yeah. WarriorWare, it'll be a blast. I'm not curious about it. Right. Right. They, I think they said they're going to add some new stuff, but it looks like mostly old. And they said like new looks for classic characters and they look exactly the same. <laughs> yeah. It was so weird. Ashley's know. wearing a hat. Yeah, I don't uh, understand that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Yellow Rainbow, uh, what's up? I'm, I'm curious what I, I'll end up thinking of WarioWare. Because it's like, when those original few games came out, uh, like, I was really into that series. But, it, like, at some point, I feel like I've like I say, I've, I've seen it. Like, I don't know, like, where the potential for, for, for new micro games is going to come from. What was so funny, I think, about the Game Boy Advance games is just... This idea of the micro games, of, mm. of these actually being, I think, video game software. And so I think if I were to make a Switch version of a Wario game, I, I would, you'd have to amp it up a little bit. You'd have to make fun of higher budget games, basically. Ooh, interesting. You'd have to like make fun of what indie games look like, I guess. That's what I would do, I guess. Wait, yeah. indie games. So just like make fun of the Switch's eShop with the games that Wario in this fiction is creating. Yes. <laughs> yeah, he just there's releases absolutely a, bu- a fictional eShop within this Wario world, yes. Yeah, and it's just filled with Neo Geo ports? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That'd be, that, yeah, modernize it. I like this. Oh, I'm sorry, do you all hear that? Ooh. Oh, it sounds like it's podcast halftime. The following are the official sponsors of Easy Allies for the month of March. I, Keyless, 
Since 2002, iKeyless has specialized in replacement automotive keys and remotes. They can save you up to 75% off dealership prices. Visit their updated website at iKeyless.com and use promo code EZA at checkout for free shipping and an additional 17% off of your order. Hogue Law Business Law Firm. Whether you're starting a business at level one, stuck fighting the dreaded fundraising boss, or finally cashing out with a well-earned high score, you need a good business lawyer at your side. Rick Hogue started Hogue Law to bring more than a decade of experience to companies like yours and is proud to support the allies. Check him out at hoeglaw.com. Simon Anderson. L. Thanis. Mango. <laughs> Professor Metal Gear. Scorn, an atmospheric horror adventure currently in development at Ebb Software, set in a nightmarish universe of odd forms and somber tapestry. Go to scorn-game.com for more information. Project Longtail. Project Longtail is an upcoming 3D platformer action game made in the spirit of PS2-era classics. Go to www.longtailgame.com for more information or follow on Twitter at longtailgame. Schemata, a fast-paced mobile puzzle game based on digital logic diagrams developed by Friendly Fish Games. Race through logic circuits while organically learning how they work. The game is free with ads and has a $2 option to disable them. No other microtransactions are in this game. Out now on the Google Play Store and coming soon to iOS. Find out more at schematagame.com. All of these links are available in the description. Thank you to our sponsors. Uh... Love that copy for the tail game. What's it called? Project or Project Longtail. Project Longtail. Like making Longtail game. Making a PS2 it's style game. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Modernize it. Modernize your references. Don't make fun of NES games anymore. Let's Please go. Please leave yeah. it alone now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Simon Anderson said some nice things about you last week, Kyle. He's mm-hmm. ready to say more nice things. Uh, my bad for not getting in touch with him. Who's be on the podcast this week? Oh, okay. He sent me a couple entries for just people that aren't here. I'm sure if, if you were on more podcasts, he would say something nice to you as well. Yeah, oh, we weren't nice. sure Ben was going to be on the show, so, so it, was, it was nice. We, we're, we're probably going to double down on compliments next week. We'll, okay, we'll we have two prepped. <laughs> ben, actually, are you allowed to say why you're in LA? Uh, yeah, I'm not allowed to go into details about it, but I was at an event for Jurassic World Evolution, the new Frontier game. Which yeah. uh, before going to this event. Uh, it was my most anticipated game of 2018. <laughs> wow. Well, maybe before I knew Smash was coming. You Are know? you allowed to tell us after? Uh, probably not. Uh, but okay. right. on a future episode of the Game Former Show, we can talk all about it. Uh, I think there's a lot of interesting stuff to talk about for sure. Nice. Yeah. That's re- that's cool. That's uh, we don't get to see any secrets. <laughs> what? No, you're right. Blood, you get to see secrets. <laughs> you still go to like preview events and Pardon stuff, me. right? I don't get to see any secrets. Right? Uh, <laughs> I wanted to talk about this real quick before we get to love and respect. Uh, Fortnite announced a mobile version. Because yeah. we kind of kind of talked about it last week. Like, yeah, they should do that. And then they're like, we did this. Uh, <laughs> iOS soon, uh, Android in, in coming months is what it was announced. The strangest thing is it's like, it's Fortnite. Yeah. It's, it's everything. It's Battle Royale. It's Battle Royale. It's, oh, sorry. Excuse yeah. me. Yeah, Fortnite Battle Royale. It's not a mobile special version. Yeah. In fact, people on their mobile phones can play with people on a PlayStation 4 or a PC that is crazy. To me. Likely yeah. poorly. Like I can't, you know. <laughs> I like it's as gonna you're be tapping fun. your phone. Just like I got you, buddy. You're like, yeah, I know. I'm sure that we'll have some kind of, you know, whatever controller support that there is for oh. the phone. Yeah. Oh, oh interesting. Yeah. It'll yeah. be the ultimate insult though when you're playing uh, Fortnite, just to be like uh, iOS player, huh? Oh, they like should, the ultimate oh. trash talk. Like, no, I'm on a controller. I hope sir. they label that somehow. <laughs> I hope there's some way to find out. Like, yeah, you got chicken, chicken dinner went to a guy on his yeah. phone on a plane right now. Like, uh, <laughs> well, uh, from what I understand, I use motion controls yeah. type thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's not like easy. It's not easy to 
actually like meet up with somebody on another platform. Like you basically, you have an Epic account. And so mm-hmm. you match up through those. And so it's not like there's just like, every, if you're playing on your own console or, or, or PC, like a bunch of mobile people are going to start popping in. Mm. I think like they have to be like match made friends who are like playing with oh, each other. Oh, that's really smart. They have, yeah. en- they have enough of a player base. They don't need to mix and match it too much. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, how do you, how would you, oh. dude, do you, I mean, I think we're all overwhelmed and just blown away by Fortnite's success. Can you imagine when it's on mobile for free? Yeah. We we will not be able to escape it. It's a cool ass game, but good god, it's going to conquer the world. Yeah. Yeah, it was interesting reading that press release because Epic's like, "Yeah, this is this is the future. We're going to make the same version of all games across all platforms. Like, we got it. We figured it out." And like, yeah. they're probably right. <laughs> it's such a weird cross-platform tease though, isn't it? The idea that they accidentally connected the xbox community with the ps4 community that one that's time what that's what we're talking about right. because uh also this week xbox announced that they were they're also cross compatible with all the other platforms except for playstation 4 so on xbox you can play with people on pc you can play with people on phones you can people play with on mac and then is mac included i don't know and then on ps4 all those other things but never xbox and ps4 together what is happening <laughs> yeah just kiss and be nice you idiots yeah <laughs> yeah it's it and, it's and it is because it's a, it's all that extra step. It's not like you'll have Xbox players wandering into your PS4 like player base. It's not that at all. Like they yeah. have to go and match make with each other and things like that. It's it's weird. Like I love the the them going at each other on Twitter. You know, like uh, Microsoft being like, yeah, we want that, and Fortnite doubling down on it. But at the same time, I almost wonder. It's like because Microsoft has now put it out there and been like, we you know we're we're putting our chips on the table first. Right. Sony's never gonna punch. <laughs> Because it's like we're admitting we're wrong. You know, we're admitting, okay, you know, Microsoft was right. We were wrong. We should have done this. Is it that simple? If they ever say yes to it, you know, like I wonder if that's internally like the mindset is like we can't bow to Microsoft on this one. We can't. Even if it's possible, even if it probably wouldn't hurt us that bad now that they've, you know, you know, said that they're they're the ones, not us that are willing. I I do agree it's for the look, Jones. I think it's like to make PlayStation Network feel more premium. You know what I mean? I feel like. It is funny that they. I by the way, I looked it up. There is there. You can uh, play with people on Mac uh, computers. So any Apple owners are excited. Uh, the idea that like all of them but Xbox is a point. Mm-hmm. They're pointedly doing this now, and so yeah, it's definitely for the look, right? It's not like it's going to hurt them in any way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I feel like this has come up before. Like I feel like other people have said it. it's like yeah, there's, there's no technical reason. It's easy. Yeah. To do it. What what would be funny though? It's been started this. It's it's, it's happened. They've yeah. had it. They accidentally, yeah. well, maybe accidentally did yeah. it. Whatever the hell happened there, yeah. Um but what I think what I think could potentially be really funny is, you know, like uh PlayStation has gotten a lot of exclusive deals for like weird add-on packs and stuff like that. So it would be really funny is like you know how those those players can be. Like if you've got this skin that I don't have. It's like, well, how do I get that skin? It's like, you got to get a PS4. It's like, okay. They won't pay for Fortnite, but they'll pay for a PS4 <laughs> to get that skin. Right, and right. Fortnite, you know? Wait, is that real? There's I, PlayStation exclusive skins? I don't know for Fortnite specifically, okay. but like they do that, those kind of deals with lots of different games, sure. you know? Yeah, yeah. So it, it, it's funny. It's, they could be limiting themselves from people just getting into that ecosystem. Yeah. By, uh, by 2019, coming to Switch, what do you think? 
No. Yeah. yeah. Like I this think year, so. for sure. Yeah. Oh, this year, you think? Yeah. At E3? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I know that Iron Galaxy is doing something. They're do- helping on in some way with development on Fortnite. And the fact that they just ported Skyrim to Switch, mm-hmm. you'd think they'd understand that There's tech pretty There's no well. reason to pump the brakes on that at all. Yeah. There's yeah. no reason for Nintendo to be like, let's wait. Like, okay, just, where's just... Nintendo stand, you think, in terms of cross-platform? Um, oh, absolutely. They're already doing Oh, yeah, Minecraft. they're already working with yeah. Mi- yeah, yeah, Microsoft and, with uh, Minecraft. And, oh, they're way down. Rocket League, I think they're also yep. playing with Xbox players. So they're going to be like iOS? They're They're... You know, play ball for everything. I think so. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Because they have, you, you know, like they have their Nintendo accounts and stuff like that, where things are already linked. So then, I guess if Sony is sticking with tradition, they will not play with the Switch either, though. They'll say no Xbox, no yeah. Switch. Yeah. It'd be awesome own. if they said yes, Switch, no Xbox. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. that would that truly be for the look. That'd you be never yes. know. That'd be so spiteful. <laughs> we don't like them. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's cool. It's it's weird to see a game, I guess, that developed just be platform agnostic. Just like we're the same game on all of these platforms. That's that awesome. Oh, didn't yeah. Iron Galaxy just tweet out to like Capcom to like, hey, about Monster Hunter World. About yeah. Monster Hunter yeah. World. <laughs> this is what we do. Yeah. yeah, I just actually spoke to Adam Boys interview coming up at the Game Informer Show podcast. Cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it, it it feels like the game. If any game is gonna crack, micro, uh, Sony. You know, if any game is gonna be that game where they're like, all right, everybody's having fun. Let's all play together. <laughs> It feels like Fortnite. Yeah. You know, it, feel, it's, it, it feels like if it's not Fortnite, it's not going to be anything. I like your idea there's of an nothing. executive like, ah, this game's colorful. It's fine. Because there's it. no like, oh, it looks better on Xbox One X. Yeah. There's I none mean, of that. I you're see, not you're not a graphics hound if you're you know, hunting down. I see Shuhei down. playing Splatoon like all the time. So, it, you know. It, like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if there's like some kids in his household or something that are always on there. But it's like, I just <laughs> I'll you just see playing him. Splatoon. Oh, you're on your friends list. Yeah. Okay. That was a real quiet brag, by the way. But <laughs> yeah, no, no, I mean, he's been on there since the, since the beginning. Like, I actually uh, put a shot in the review of shooting Shuhei. Yeah. Of taking him out. Oh, yeah. awesome. Yeah. Oh, I, do I cut that review, and he very specifically was like, oh, yeah. that's that clip right there. Me and Kevin Shu, please put that in. It is now time for Love and Respect. Love and Respect. Uh, this is, this might interesting it kind of ties into some stuff we were talking about earlier today hello allies can the marketing of a game improve its narrative design what do you think about game developers taking the marketing campaign of their games into account when working on the narrative design of their games nowadays <laughs> uh what did you do did you just salute it's, that Jones? it's everything baby yeah. Yeah. yeah uh nowadays we know the name of the protagonist of the game and the supporting characters their backgrounds and their skills we also have a good idea of what the story is and the goals of our protagonist it is very hard to avoid knowing these things if you're part of the gaming community so shouldn't game developers assume we already know most of the things that uh they take a long time to introduce during the game for example in Blade Runner 2049, a character reference, references an event called the Blackout, which you would know the details of if you had followed the marketing of the film pre-release. Mm-hmm. This would enhance the viewing experience of the movie and make the marketing more meaningful instead of just spoilery. So, do you think the marketing of a game could influence its narrative, narrative design and enhance the experience rather than ruin it, love, and respect Abdul Rahman? Oh my gosh. Love this. That's a meaty one. That's good. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm so on board with this. This is the craziest thing to me is is movies pretending you don't know for the first half hour what is right, about to happen. Right, right. Oh, uh, yeah. I you know, you just mean. like uh, what the villain looks like. Like, like the, shot is, the shot is directed as if this is the first time we see the villain. Terminator 2 reveal. Yeah. Yeah. But like we all know. We know. We right. know what that thing looks like and it's not an actual reveal. And so, yeah, I love the idea of actually making the marketing something else. 
the easy, I don't know if it's easy, but I think of like a couple games have done it well where they have like the standalone demo that's completely separate. You know, like yeah. the Stanley Parable demo yeah. that's completely a standalone experience. It's not going to ruin any twists and turns in the actual main game. Resident Evil 7, I would argue, would kind yeah. of yeah. in oh, the same environment, but a, yeah. a, a, a enclosed thing like going through that kitchen a third time when you played it like wouldn't dead rising for me, you know? did that yeah. well. oh dead rising yeah. uh, 2 especially I played the dead rising 2 demo like 5 times never finished dead rising 2 wasn't it, <laughs> wasn't it called something it's like it's like it's own game right case yeah. zero case zero yeah, yeah. yeah. In case West was the one with Frank. Yeah. I love I love Case Zero, and I, at the time it was like, oh, this is the future. Everybody's gonna be doing this, and then it didn't Nobody happen. Did it. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, one of the hard things about this question is you're like, yeah, everyone should do that. Clearly, it's more expensive. <laughs> like you're cre- yeah, even if you don't have the demo and you're just doing a trailer campaign yeah. that focuses on other things, probably some voiceover involved in that. You're probably you know having those actors record things outside of the game. Oh, and you you're gotta getting... write, you have to write that way in advance. Yes, which is always interesting to me. I, I remember catching on to that like a GT back in the day where I'm just like why don't we get VO in these games until like the very last trailers and I'm like oh because they don't record it <laughs> it's like that's like the last thing that they come in and do yeah. so it's always funny to see those that's what I love about Rockstar is that first trailer baby everybody's talking you know yeah. so, but it, a lot of other games uh, it might be something we're out of with this gen but like definitely in like the PS2 Xbox era yeah I'm trying to like think the of... launch trailer and somebody would talk finally yeah like the standout marketing campaigns of recent memory I've been thinking a lot about it recently but Arkham Knight stands out to me. The fact that they didn't spoil, Ooh. I don't know if we should spoil it here, but like the fact that there's a huge character that's at the core of that plot and that that didn't leak, that wasn't teased in any mm. of the marketing is just a miracle. Yeah. yeah. At the same time, when you find out what that twist is, sure. yeah. it's like more disappointing than a spoiler could have been. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. But do you feel like it, ma- it makes good on it by the end? You're, you're on board eventually, right? No, I, I agree with you that it's cool that it was a secret that they that nobody knew was going on. Yeah, but yeah. They definitely tease like who's who is it? Who's the Arkham Knight? Like that was right, a lot of the commercials right, coming right. in. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of weirdness with this though because like you know like what you're saying is you know just well just assume that we know. I'm like that's not a good plan for no. any kind of no media. no no yeah don't make any assumptions. Like oh, Halo yeah. Four with, had that problem all over the place. Yes, that's a really good example of taking mm. it too far. I lo- I love the example in this uh, submission though the, talking about uh, uh, the blackout uh, in Blade Runner. Yeah, because yeah I hear it and I I've not seen any of that uh, the, the short films they released. I don't care. I I can infer what the blackout was, but mm. those short films were meaningful to the people that promoted the movie. Yeah. And I realized that yeah, video games don't necessarily have that. Like everybody's rushing to get the game done as soon as possible. They don't have like, hey, let's just do a little extra thing today. It's like, no, we don't have time for that. And so I realized that it's a little different. But yeah, maybe in making trailers, making so trailers movie. disconnected from the main game. That's what you're talking about. Yeah, like. Tr- I think of like Mass Effect 3's marketing, like the first trailer was like the sniper in the tower in yeah. London. That's yeah, not yeah. in the it was game. Big ben, wasn't it? It was I, like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> not even close in the game. <laughs> Nothing. Yeah, like Deus Ex yeah. would seem like a something that would also do that. I mean, they yeah, had yeah. like the news yes. reports and yeah. stuff where you could kind of get a sense of like what we're, the world yeah, was a lot like. Of world building in there, yeah. Um, uh, a lot of it, speaking of Division, I, I really liked the the initial Division where you're going around the apartment and you're seeing really oh, quickly yeah, all the that. stuff that's that happening. Cool. And 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 you, it's a great idea of like if the game is going to be post post apocalypse where it's like oh the bad stuff happened now you're in the aftermath to to focus your campaign on like what happened like what let me see moments from that event if you have money to spend on, on your campaign 
Uh, another, I mean, great example that can't be done again is Metal Gear Solid 2. I was, dude, you made yes. the words right out of my mouth. That yeah. was the next thing I was going to bring but up. But it's very aware. It's like aware of how things are marketed. It's aware of the way that we just take things for granted and accept things and just ingest them. Like, screenshots, thank you, screenshots. And then just like, this wasn't in the screenshot. Like, that blew our mind because of the way that we just ingested everything. And so I think something like that could still be done today. Of Just like, hey, we're misleading you, but it's still something that's cool to look at. It's still fun. But yeah, yeah. when you actually get to play the game, you will be surprised. But you just need a developer with so much juice they can get away with that. And yes. that's pretty rare in the industry. Yeah. Well, like I said, it's like Nintendo's got, you know, obviously lots of money to spend on Smash Brothers. So it's just like you have some franchises. It's like it's just not fair. <laughs> they just they, their <laughs> campaigns are always just going to be huge and crazy. Oh, yeah. It's like if you're any movie releasing in 2018 that's not Deadpool, like what are you going to do with your posters? You're just like, I right, whatever. Well, maybe Smash <laughs> is doing that right now, right? All the cinematic trailers, the game comes out, it's just a 3D fighter. Yeah. Yeah. But it fascinates oh, me. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's it's fascinating to me to see Deadpool be like, remember Flashdance? Here's a Flashdance poster. And when he's like, that's awesome. And then Ready Player One's like, here's a Matrix. Like, Get out of here. No, Ready no, 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 no. Like, John's there's a distinct difference. Because no, there is. Ready Player One is not parody. It's right. like, look at how cool we are for making right. this reference. But it is a fine line, I think, with yeah. a lot of these ad companies where they're like, I don't get, why don't people like this? I don't get it. You yes. know, and you're like, you gotta really be deeply ingrained. And it, it it's it's interesting that you're excited about this topic, Kyle, because you're media blackout on a lot of the games that you really like. Because of because of too much stuff is ruined. Right. Yeah. So I even if they, you know, something you really like did this, you'd probably miss it until after the fact. Uh, if they advertise it as such, if, they, if it's no. like Case Zero, you know what I mean? If, if sure. Zelda had a Case Zero, I'm in, baby. Oh, man. You know, mm-hmm. like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And even if that, even if Case Zero, like we just said, you can't really do that just because of game development. Even if it is videos, even if it's short films that they release, I think that'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Please do it. Give Please us do it. <laughs> yeah. So to answer your question, uh, can the marketing of a game improve its narrative design? Yes. Yep. It's just very difficult. <laughs> uh, our next love and respect submission comes from Ben. Oh, my gosh, that's me at the yeah. table. Uh, this is an odd one, uh, but I thought it'd be fun. Uh, for years now, we've been playing on the Game Informer show uh, this game that we call Back of the Box Trivia. Mm. Because one of the cool things at Game Informer, we've been around since 1991, we have what we call the vault. We have a copy of every game ever made. Oh, man. It's, wow, it's nice. really cool. You guys should come yeah. by at some point. We're in Minnesota, strangely. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> I, I, yeah. But when we didn't know what was happening, I applied up there. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, but it, it's that, that weird deal where it's like, okay, we have every game ever made. You know, the PC section's rough, but, like, what do you do when you have access to that? And we have, like, our replay show, which has been going on for years and years and years, and it's replay, really fun. Replay, pick some cool games. Yeah, 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 it's fun just to go in there and grab one off the shelf. Um, we're thinking, of like, what else can we do? And so years ago, we came up with Back of the Box Trivia, mm-hmm. where uh, I take a picture of the back of the box. Great. I'm going to read the description, omitting keywords yes. from this. Maybe yes. maybe too much so, right? Okay. Uh, you guys buzz in by saying your name. You okay. get one guess for the name of the game. Hmm. Okay. okay. All right. Okay. Yes. So this can go on for way too long, and uh-huh. so I, I boil it down just a handful here. Okay. So great. whoever has I'm the ready. most points at the end, yeah. I don't know, Kyle, if you want to keep score here, it might be easier. I'll keep score. Sure. Okay. Great. Uh, okay. G- going through my old photos. Okay. Now don't look at this. I'm not looking. Okay. <laughs> right, be very careful. Go behind the seams with blank. Seams. Seams. Okay. With blank. Buzzing by saying your name. Unravel enemies and weave your way through a blank adventure unlike anything you've ever seen. New abilities, amazing transformations, including a saucer. Is this Kirby's yarn? Kirby, yarn Kirby? Kirby's epic yarn. 
boy, I wish I could give any of you a point, but okay. you gotta buzz in by seeing it. No, oh, uh, oh. you're totally right, Kyle. Oh. You stumbled around it, but yes, absolutely. Kirby's Epic Yarn. Okay. You got Oof. it, man. Whoa. On the Wii. Okay, on the I'll Wii. Be better for, I'll be I better love for, okay. Kyle not playing by the rules <laughs> yes. when you get so upset. So how do we buzz very in? Uh, saying your name. Saying your oh. name. All right. One clear shot. All right, My here we name. Go. Yes. Blank. We'll stop at nothing to control the world. And who would have thought his next move would be to attack the world's most popular sport? Blank is ready, and he's preparing Blank for a new type of battle. As the two best Blank teams in the nation (laughs) took the field for the championship, suddenly the stadium was pelted with blasts of fire and the field was engulfed in smoke. The smoke cleared and some very familiar robots replaced the players on the field. Blank had sent his greatest robot creations like blank, 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 and blank to rule. This is the Mega Man soccer game. Kyle, Kyle, again. (laughs) Unless you legally change your name to this is the Mega Man soccer game. (laughs) Absolutely, dude. You totally got it. Mega Man soccer, Super Nintendo. It's so sad I didn't get it until you said blank, 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 (laughs) blank. Yeah. Oh, blank man. Yeah. All right, here we go. Because I was so that was like I was in, and it was I was blank I man. Like, I get it. Robots playing sports, and for that reason, I mean, like I was. That was <laughs> yeah. a good pitch. Okay, well, pitch. Here we go. Yep. Adapt, evolve, survive. You're Jack Carver. <laughs> <laughs> you just know that's too generic for us. To know. No one's gonna know this crap. Yeah. <laughs> this ain't your lucky day. You're trapped on a tropical island, hunted by ruthless mercenaries. Want to survive? You'd better adapt. <laughs> you'd better evolve, and you'd better fight. Seven vehicles. Create your own tropical hell, and share your maps on Xbox Live. Yeah, uh, Brandon. Brandon. Far Cry. Far Cry Two. Incorrect. Yeah. Oh. Four multiplayer modes, including the unique Predator mode. Unleash your blank, blank, and become stronger, faster, deadlier. Oh, this game has seventeen weapons. Also, stalk your prey by land, sea, or air using a staggering array of realistic weaponry. It sounds like a Far Cry game. Daniel? Daniel. Far Cry 3? Incorrect. Brandon? Oh, only one guess, Kyle. I mean, you could put your hands behind your head and say, I could get used to this officially. Uh, Uh, But that's the entire (laughs) box, man. Yeah, I guess, Jones, you brought it up last week, too. It's like Feral. He's got like the guy with his teeth on the box. I give up. Far Cry Instincts. Instincts. Look, the trick is I chose this one before I heard those corrections where they're like, oh, that was in all the Far Cries. Climbing up over a rock. Yeah, he is. He looks super cool. And Jones, you brought up that game last week. Well, I couldn't, I can't get the word primal out of my head. My brain keeps being like primal. It's not primal. Okay. All right. All right. Here we go. It's not like he's saving the world or anything. Oh, Yes, it is. <laughs> oh, man, I know. Oh, what? what? You know that? Okay. As special agent Harry Tasker, it's up to you to prevent a nuclear holocaust and stop the Crimson Jihad. You'll need, <laughs> you'll need Gibbs' help to stop the Crimson Jihad. This screenshot, the caption says, sorry about that. <laughs> this one says, explosive Harrier action. You're fired, says another one. Oh, uh, don't get ice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brandon, heavily- Brandon, 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 Brandon. True Lies for Super Nintendo. True Lies for Super Nintendo. <laughs> Holy <laughs> cow. That's his name. Those That's his Arnold name, too. Lines too. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Tasker, oh, what? Okay. Like, All right. You'll never guess <sighs> the, the screenshot that says you're fired. He has a flamethrower in the shot, you guys. But yeah. he says oh. that movie. That's yeah, 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 yeah. He says it all. All right, here we go. <sighs> 
Not fair. That was that was written for Jones. All right. Face off with anyone, anytime, anywhere. Lock eyes. Grab a blank and go wild. Sword fight. Wizard battle. Dance off. Milk a cow. Kyle. Kyle. Uh three two one switch? I cannot legally give you that. Oh! <laughs> What's it called? Daniel. Oh, it's Daniel. One two switch. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, good job, Excellent. Man. It's so tough to read. Milk a cow on the back of a box. Come sold on, it. you guys. That's so rough. Oh, one two switch. Okay, here we go. Leading an adventure for the first time. Blank must confront her past and manage a tense partnership with Blank <laughs> as they race across a ruthless warmonger to secure the golden tusk. Brandon. Brandon. Uncharted Lost Legacy. There we go. Nice, nice work, man. Well done, Jones. Okay, this is a this is a stinker here. <laughs> Quote on the front of the box. This is normally back of the box trivia. This is front of the box trivia here from EGM. Definitely. One of the best games involving a guy with a gun. <laughs> the fights are really intense. Back of the box. He's here to take out the trash. After years of awaiting his destiny on Earth, Kyle Blank has finally come home to face the galaxy's most terrifying mutant monsters and goblin hordes. With brute strength, animal cunning, and a lead-spewing shotgun, he's on a quest to reclaim his once peaceful planet tool. Oh, okay. Surrounded oh, so by we're on an alien planet. Mm-hmm. Okay. Tool at that. Uh, surrounded by enemies and confronting danger at every turn, Blank's commando training and survival skills are put to the ultimate death-defying test in this brutally savage land. So prepare to enter Blank's world and blast your way through one of the most intense, challenging games ever. So here's what we know. We know that Blank, the last name, is a giveaway. Because previously, we've gotten a first and last name. Yeah, yeah. So that person's last name is in the title. Ooh. Over 1,000 frames of rotoscoped animation create ultra-realistic characters and film-like motion. Uh, what, uh, defy what death. Film-like motion says PS1 to me. Like that's defy, maybe PS2. Defy death by dodging bullets, running, jumping, and climbing your way through trouble. Blast your way through enemy territory with an arsenal Kyle? of high-tech weaponry. Kyle. Into the darkness? Incorrect. <sighs> Die-hard game fan says it's an amazing story, mesmerizing music, and incredible animation. Oh, also, it has electrifying sound effects that bring battle scenes to a totally new level. <laughs> Are you ready for... Normally, we don't do this, but as a, as a subtle hint, uh, back of the box, uh, company's Blizzard Entertainment. Whoa. That just makes Brandon? me more confused. <laughs> yeah, Brandon? What, uh, uh, I can't remember the first part of it. It's... Uh, uh, what is it? Like Bloodthorn, Hawkthorn, Crazy Thorn, damn it. Something thorn. I gotta give it to you. It's Blackthorn. I'll give it to you. I'll hand that to you. Absolutely. What is Blackthorn? It's a side-scroller. Side-scrolling shooter. It's cool. What What console are we talking about? Super Nintendo. Couldn't you like back up? Wasn't that the cool thing that you could like back into the environment and then pop out? And And I think, God, if I remember correctly, I think you can put like your shotgun over your back and like blast enemies behind you and stuff. That's That's that Blizzard touch, man. Yeah. They don't talk about it. I Sorry. don't think he's in Heroes of the Storm yet. Best game with the guy So what's the his last name? Is that what they say? Best it's Blackthorn. Oh, Kyle that was, Blackthorn. That was well long time ago, though. <laughs> that was 90s, I think. Uh, all so, right, here we go. Last one. At Ready? the time, maybe. Blank is here to save Uranus. And then he says, hey, I didn't name the planet. Kyle? Kyle. Blasto? Who 
Holy shit, Blasto, absolutely. Whoa. What? <laughs> How do you remember that? That's absurd. Yes. What? Uh, I recently played Blasto, like a few months ago. A few months ago. And they just make jokes like that. Yeah. You know, it's just, totally. it's just bad jokes. So, Jones, you and I tied. Nice. Yeah. Wow, yeah. well done, guys. Well done. Whew, that's a fun game. I'm yeah, super happy I got so many of those. Like, the yeah. wheels were just turning. We're just not fast enough. It's to tough. The it's name. tough. Uh, let's do one more. This comes to us from Justin Macak. Masick? M-A-C-A-K. I like Masick. Sure. Okay. Uh, we get this question a lot. It's something we have to answer. Have who, to. Who do you want to see in Smash? Ooh. Oh, this is a point. Yeah. Oh, wow. The I can beat. go first because yeah. I'm always like locked and loaded for this. I'm ready. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a character in Paper Mario and the Thousand Year Door called Rock Hawk. Yes, <laughs> when life rocks you, rock back. Yeah, yeah. He's like a wrestler. He's at the. T- he's like the, the tournament phase of it. I just think he'd be a really good character. I would love him to be in Smash Bros. Yeah, you're totally right. I have I have criteria for Smash Bros. And I actually I think like I think the Splatoon kids are not good Smash characters. Maybe we should have talked about this earlier because they don't punch. I don't think those kids are going to be <laughs> punching. I think they're just going to mm. be shooting you all day. And that's not a smash. I want to smash in a Smash Bros game. And here's the maybe thing. Maybe a shoulder push. Maybe a kick. I still like being Zelda. And Zelda's got some cool smash I think smash they could probably you know? like, do like a ram kind of thing where they like turn into Squid squids. Mid-air. And, like, and they could get like yeah. the roller, you know. Like there's yeah. something they could do mm, for the melee. The cool idea. Yeah, you could be doing some smash. Yeah, or the brushes. Has a hit, yeah. Smack people with the umbrella. Okay. All right, all right. I feel a little better about that. But yeah, so I, want, I want characters who like hit hard and mm. are known for hitting hard. And that is what I expect from the three of you as you say who you want in Smash. Yeah, I got the easy answer. Sure. It's dork is all hell, but the most fun character has got to be Goku, right? If they just oh, put yeah, Goku Goku's in Smash. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're saying it's a lock? It's a lock. Okay. I already have my back tattooed. It's like he's in it. <laughs> uh, there's like, there's to me no way Goku is not in that game. Really? Because Cloud got in. Once, okay. once Cloud from Final Fantasy VII got into Smash Bros, to yeah. me it's like, oh, Goku's next. It's like there's just, it's just too obvious to me. Like it's just <sighs> the next. Step. Especially with Namco developing it, like yeah. they're in the same building. Yeah. Just put it in there. So I have a question: Does he stay regular old Goku, or do we like get him to like Ultra Instinct? Oh, you just so his B down is just levels up. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then. Is there a difference between the Super Saiyan forms and then you go over to like the red and the blue? And, yeah. Okay. That's what I'm asking you. It's like, is, do you foresee that as Goku's character, or like, or is that like too much, like too much to put into a Smash game? I bet it's, I bet it's just like his base Goku. He can transform to Super Saiyan, mm-hmm. and then his final Smash is oh, okay. instinct. That's a good idea. I yeah. like that. Okay. And he does smash hard. He smashes hard. <laughs> Yeah, because I feel like one of it would be like it'd be like the multiple punches. It'd be like and then the character just flies off. Like, and oh. they, but it have to make like the cool Dragon Ball crater into like I don't know Delfino Island. Like it would look so bizarre. <laughs> he just cuts those away. Together. Sure, yeah, yeah. yeah. John, what do you want? Snorlax. You want Snorlax as a playable character? And he's as big as yes. the... Okay. He's humongous. It does not move fast. Jones, you shocked me. This is very good. But maybe he's got... You know, like Jigglypuff can like... If you can get that sleep in, that's so annoying. Yeah. You know? uh, something like that. Just like you don't... He's big. You know, hits hard, but you kind of don't want to get close to him because mm. maybe he does like a real, real simple AOE. Just <laughs> knock you out for a couple seconds. He's just kind of like... Everybody's avoiding him. I have a question for the panel. Yeah. Is Snorlax more popular than Jigglypuff? Man, when the first Smash came out, I could see Jigglypuff being more popular, but I feel like 
Yeah. I feel like she's faded over time. You I know? feel like Snorlax won the war. Yeah. I absolutely think he's more popular. Jones, I'm in favor. That's right. my pick. And I, I feel, really feel like he could do some body slams. He could do some real smash moves. Yeah. Daniel Bloodworth. Um, I'm going to go with one that I think would be a good character and probably likely, although it's not necessarily like this is a thing I super want, uh, but Shovel Knight. Oh, mm. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, mm. I, I think Shovel Knight is a really good fit for, for Smash Bros. Got the amiibo already. Yes. You got a, like, down stab. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. All the moves. He's got so many cool items that he uses. Be cool if he's got a nice bounce off the down stab, too. Yeah. Like, yeah. I just meant keep him with a shovel. Hitting, hitting Nintendo characters with a shovel, it feels good, I assume. Yeah. Well, the Villager can kind of do it, right? Well, they can yeah. dig a hole with the shovel, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Villager, again, just doesn't smash. <laughs> It'd be interesting. makes me so mad. He's just got weird little moves. He doesn't ever punch. Um, it'd be interesting, too, if there are any kind of uh, little assists from uh, the other other knights, Plague Knight and stuff like that. Oh, oh yeah. Like a final smash just like brought them all out or something. I can see them yeah. throwing a bone to uh, to Shovel Knight as an assist. I think it'd be pretty cool. For sure. Yeah. Uh, another one that I've been saying a lot is Captain Toad. I think hmm. Captain Toad would be a really good smash character. Wait. How? He's got a pickaxe. He doesn't he jump. Just- Oh, he he, uh, he lays a ladder down to jump. So like Man. you just see him go like pop 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 pop, just laying a ladder down. It just that feels like it would take too much time. It will. No, that's a definitely downside. <laughs> okay. But his pickaxe hurts really bad. Okay. It's like Snorlax. You know, it's like he's got he's got a trade off. He can't jump, but he's got a really crazy pickaxe. Oh, uh, wouldn't that be great if we got a? And I don't even. I'm not even playing Smash, and I'm just thinking about cool stuff they could do. Mm. Wouldn't it be great if you got a Captain Toad level? That rotated? Totally. So if you were on a long platform oh, yeah. and it rotates, now everyone falls off. Because like, all right, all right. I feel like that's, that's happening. Like, lock, yeah, yeah. lock that in, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah get that absolutely. tattoo. That's happening for sure, for dude. Sure. Get that tattoo. <laughs> Other things to lock in. You guys want to gamble right now? Put some money on the table on Steve <laughs> from Minecraft? We do Warehogs, but not money. But yeah. Oh, great. Uh, <laughs> Steve, yes. Yeah. yeah. But like again, he just doesn't smash. I mean, he's got a pickaxe too, but there I just... There we go. I don't see I, emotion in that character. Wow, I missed it. They named him? Steve is like the protagonist That's of Minecraft. The guy, yeah. Still, I never yeah. picked up Steve. Yeah. Did if you, fans do that or was that? Oh no, you can buy Steve merchandise, man. Oh, I, mean, I know you can buy merchandise. I just didn't know you had a name. It's got his name on it. Yeah. I bet Steve. it came wow. from the fans originally, but I have no idea. I remember he was like one notch tweet in 2011. Who the hell yeah. knows? Yeah. Right. Steve. Okay, so pickaxe. I mean, I guess he could rig up some crazy contraptions. And I think put it's a piece of dirt on someone's head. Dynamite. Uh, oh, dynamite like, for sure. Creepers yeah. will be part of his move, which like, I hate stuff like that too. Because, like, Steve doesn't have creeper powers, but for some reason in Smash Bros, it'd be like, I have creeper powers now. It's just, I hate things like that. It's well, like he knows, he knows how to powers. attract them, maybe. You know? He doesn't. Mm. You know, he doesn't, like, Jones. You've got to have something where you build, though, right? Can't you just, like, Ooh, put like a bunch that. of dirt blocks on somebody and That's put them in the move. ground? Yeah. Yeah, nice blood. And that feels like smashing someone, too. I imagine that would hurt. How do you know you can't attract creepers at this point? Because it happens at nighttime. It just comes at night. They just, uh, they just Yeah, but they night. might have... It's oh, like been a little years creep, since like I played Minecraft. I have whistle? no idea. What I guess creep, I can yeah. see that. It's like, or, or something you can place on the ground that they'll because again, keep them away from your base. You yeah, know, like mm. put something outside your base that they'll all okay, I mean, I don't know. Okay, maybe they haven't. Hey guys, Smash is really fun, right? Yes. Yeah, right. Okay, just <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. sure that's fair. I, it is for for being bad at it. It's I'm a fun game to be bad it. at. You know, oh, it's yeah. it's when I get knocked out inevitably first before anybody. I'm like, okay, that was fun. I'll be rolling my eyes if they announce Steve. I'll be rolling my eyes at it. Really? Yeah. But isn't the Microsoft connection cool enough to make you unroll those eyes counterclockwise? Mm, but Banjo-Kazooie would be cool enough. Yeah. That'd be a connection. Yeah. 
You don't want Banjo Kazooie in this game? It'd be fine. Uh, sure. Yes, I do. Yeah. I would be excited about that. But I feel like okay, total sales. Yeah. I, I hate to be this corporate, you know. Let's do but this. total sales, Banjo Kazooie versus Minecraft on Wii U and Switch combined. A child has no idea who Banjo Kazooie is, right? Right. They have no idea. <laughs> yeah. That doesn't really matter that much but for Smash. Banjo punches hard. <laughs> you got to remember this. This is my first criteria. Is smashing. Like, yeah, think of that Banjo's got lots of moves. Punch. That move set yeah. is right there, and Blood like stop. especially like the B up, it's right there. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it'd be such a good Smash character. They know it too. They know it. It's just hard to work out, I guess. Yeah, for sure. This is a conversation I always enjoy. I could do an hour long podcast of talking about Smash characters. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fun. They've they've opened that door, like you said, with Cloud, with Ryu. I mean, it's so open at this point. It's yes. like you can never rule out anything. Yeah. Microsoft is making lots of decisions to improve public opinion of their company. So like, yes. I, I could I could see them doing backflips about that, being like, yes, yes, please. <laughs> like, make oh, people please excited about a banjo in. announcement. Let's yeah. do it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll give two that I don't want to see. Oh, sure. wow. Okay. Oh, wow. Master Chief. I thought of Master Chief. I thought of the King of Hyrule, actually. That was my first pick. And then I'm I like, what would he do? Yeah, I just can't see. Even though they've had, like, Ryu and Snake and stuff like that, I just can't see Master Chief fitting into that at all. How about if he can't have guns? That's even worse. That like goes back to the DOA Spartan thing. Think of how, how hard he would punch, blood. <laughs> yeah, and like the sticker grenades would be really cool. Yeah. Uh, and I think the like other, and then the kick. other the other like considering like quote unquote new Nintendo characters, Brutals. We don't need any. Brutals. Oh no! <laughs> I love Brutals. But again, I, I would I'd be worried that Brutals is like a collective character. Well, it's like Brutals, and like you have to like swap Brutal as you play. I just sure. I hate that. I hate that kind of thing. Too. <laughs> I mean, arms. It's it's almost the boring oh, choice, sure. but oh, yeah, yeah. Springman, Twintel, virtually you know. inevitable. Yeah, yeah we yeah. were talking about that this actually. Almost has to happen. Like arms, I think will almost be like um uh like the Koopa Kids, where like it's one character slot, but you can just swap characters. I bet yeah. arms might be like that. I feel like they play differently enough though. Yeah, I don't know do. if that would really work. Th- they all have different like like supers, but I think they're all kind of like the same, right? They all just equip the same dumb boxing gloves. Mm-hmm. We never got arms yeah. amiibo, did we? No. Yeah. I wonder, I mean, I wonder what number that was based on. I wonder if they're like, yeah, all right. If it breaks these sales, we'll think You're right. about Somebody it. Somebody designed some, right? Like they have the documents. They just don't have the go ahead yet. Yeah. Has, yeah. has there been a new IP we've gotten from Nintendo since the launch of Amiibo that had Amiibo? So they're like, new IP, new Amiibo, new everything. That's all together. Hmm. You not not, not, not to just stall the, the I mean, podcast no, that's for a, a, that's a second. Tough. Splatoon but, had yeah. Amiibo really fast, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, okay, cool. Yeah. That's really true. I'm hoping for the the piano from Labo. Uh, that's <laughs> just Labo, Labo in general. Labo oh, will Labo's, be in there yeah. for sure. The Labo There's level will be, be some fucking Labo. cool, right? Yeah. Cool level, yeah. Yes. yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, transforming and just yeah, yeah. I kind of hate transforming stages, but I think we'd forgive it for Labo. Oh, absolutely. Because there'd be nice flat platforms still. Yep, yep. Works out. Cool. I think we're good. I think I think that was a good Smash discussion. Again, I, I would like to talk. <laughs> I was about, happy to be a part of it. Effectively, I think I could talk about Goku's implementation for an hour. Yeah, yeah. Like, like it's really like he can't fly. Like, uh, okay, <laughs> wouldn't be right. Uh, it's time for bets. Next week's bet. We, oh, where did my? It's funny. Go? This is uh, this is Ben's specialty. Yeah. Kirby Star Allies will be released Friday, March 16th. How many eyeballs will be on the back of the box? That's so good. That's such a good Not question. pairs of eyeballs, yeah. individual, individual eyeballs. Individual eyeballs. If somebody's winking, that's one. That's one, exactly. I, I have a question. Yes. Uh, 
are there any Kirby enemies that have the weirdo Sonic eyes, right? Where it's kind of sort of one <laughs> eyeball. You know, how are we counting that? That'd be one. That's one. I'd count Sonic eyes as one eye. <laughs> <laughs> and ultimately, we'd all take a look before the podcast and, and, and vote. Oh, you know, okay. Okay. Who got what? Above the board. Yeah. But yeah, I think there are Kirby enemies who have one eye. I think there are. Yeah. Like the one, the underwater, the fish one. Yeah, yeah, yeah there Ooh. are, for sure. Damn it, I didn't factor that in. Or maybe I it might be an odd number, right? So that'll yeah. be... <laughs> All right, Jones, go for ahead. For me, five normal characters and two fish making 12 eyes. Oh, it's yeah. not a lot of eyes, man. It's not. Ben, your bet? Uh, I'm with 14 eyes, Kyle. Okay, all mm-hmm. right. A little bit higher. I went with, with 18. I was thinking, like, you're going to have multiple screenshots with four players and then some art on the screen. I feel mm-hmm. like I'm crazy because I said 40 eyes. <laughs> no, I mean... 40 eyes! No, I do. Well, I mean, think about it. They, they One of the big things that they're selling is that you can play as multiple characters. So you know yes. they're going to have one screenshot on the back. They got eight eyes right there. Four characters yes. all running up. So that's at least yeah. eight. Yeah. And I think just another picture curve, oh. you know, coming out and then... And, I, like, what if maybe there's, like, like a one spider? Maybe, like, one on the screenshot. No, you know, like a spider Ooh. with a bunch of eyes? Then I, well, let me lock what if there's a level that's just eyeballs? It's <laughs> <laughs> on the back of the box. There's too many to count. We'll just give it to Kyle. We don't actually know how many there are. 40 winks. Uh, Jones, I would never want to play that level. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking about that right now. Just like being like stomping on eyeballs. I don't, don't want to touch them. Uh, last week's bet was about Devil May Cry HD Collection, which released today, March 13th. Uh, what will its Steam reviews rating be? And to break a tie, how many reviews will there be? Uh, Jones, you bet mostly negative. Huber bet mostly negative. Oh, you said 20 reviews. Huber said 300. Brad said very negative and refused to put a number next Whoa. to it. And I said mixed. And I bet there would be 664 uh, reviews. I feel like we should say something. I feel like Damiani skewed everyone. Like why would why would why would Devil May Cry get that? Why would everybody say mostly negative? And before before we started recording the podcast last week, Damiani was like, "Huh, it's bad on Steam." He like said something. You remember this, Jones? Yeah. And I feel like it skewed everyone because right now when I look at Steam, very positive. Wow. Ooh, very positive. Good for good for that. Yeah. So I don't know. Like I think Damiani just like effed us all up. Well, we've never voted on sentiment for oh, bets yeah. before like on Steam, so that was just a whole. I'm going to do it again. I actually really like that. Yes. So I, I think a lot of it also for me too was not only you know just what Damiani said, but just like the how people naturally react to ports the second they get them, you know, before they really have a chance to go through all of it and appreciate all of it. It's just like if it doesn't look the way I wanted it to, I don't like it right away. Or if there's some weird features, or if I had to install it twice, or so. There's so many weird reasons that you could potentially hate. A, a second version of a game or third or fourth or fifth. Yeah. So does that make you the closest? Is that how that works? I win, baby. Okay. Jones, wow. you were actually closest on number of reviews. You remember I made fun of you for doing 20? You yeah. Were, you were the closest for sure. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm the closest to that. I was the highest by saying mixed. Yes. I was the highest. <laughs> Which was uh, the main like, crux of the bet. Yeah. yeah. Um, if you're curious, it goes from overwhelmingly positive down to very positive, down to positive, down to mostly positive, down to mixed, mostly negative, negative, negative. Very negative, overwhelmingly negative. Huh. Yeah. Kiss of death. Yeah. I don't know how you get that. Uh, anyway, that's a point for me. So, uh, Red Grouse 5. <laughs> Gorgeous Gorillas 4. Whoa. Droopy Eagle 3. <laughs> uh, Golden Vulture 0. <laughs> Great. Uh, so, if Ben, if you get a point, that'll go toward the Golden Vulture. Okay, thank you oh. so much. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> Let me talk about patreon.com slash easy allies. That is how we exist. That's how we make this podcast, but it's how we do many other things beside it. But since you are clearly already a podcast listener, let me tell you that if you are a $5 patron or up, 
you get this podcast two days early and you get to submit to love and respect and and for that reason uh so yeah check out patreon.com slash easy allies and easyallies.com if you want to see all our schedule in your time zone ben you want to plug game informer Oh, I'd love to. Yeah, yeah we're a magazine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Game Informer show. It's every Thursday. Uh, it's nice. Uh, you know, I think the cover stories offer like a nice rotation every month where we get to talk about like impressions and what it's actually like to visit the studios, which is helpful. We have a lot of developer interviews. Some would you say book really good many. interviews for the show. Yeah, it's really nice. I mean, yeah, we have amazing ratio of just reaching out and everyone's like, yeah, sure. I'd love to Skype in. Uh, and so, yeah, I'm really happy with the interview guests. Uh, an amazing community based around uh, the game Overblood on the PlayStation 1. It's a very confusing story to try and convey. Overblood. Uh, yeah, did you ever play Overblood on the PlayStation 1? Did you ever play Overblood on the PlayStation 1? Yeah. What's what? the box art look like? Oh, <laughs> man, it's just a weirdo guy in a vest, I think, looking through the darkness. A <laughs> guy in a yeah. vest. Overblood. One word? Yeah, it's one word. You I've should never, check it out. If you never. like really crappy Resident Evil clones that you can laugh at, you got to play Overblood on PS1. <laughs> okay, all right. Played a lot yeah. of those on PS1. I'm yeah, sold. it's a mess. <laughs> but yeah, thanks for the plug. It's a, it's a fun show, and uh, I love this show. I, I, it, so many gaming podcasts I try. I love a lot of them. But I feel like this one, it feels like last week tonight, right? Where it's like right to the games, right to the point. I learn something from this show every week. I just adore it. So keep up the good work, You learn stuff from us? Absolutely. Wow. Absolutely. Like normally, listening to other gaming podcasts, there's always this moments of like, well, I was just at that studio last month. It's not exactly how it went down or that actually isn't accurate. You guys nail it. It seems like you love the industry and you put info first and I just adore it. Oh, thank you. Because I really think our appeal is not information at all. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we have corrections. Yeah, exactly. That's why we start the that? podcast. Yeah. You care about the truth, damn yeah, it, yeah, with yeah, those exactly. corrections. Yeah. Which is part of that. That's why we start the podcast with corrections. Yeah, thank you for that. Cool. Uh, because I'm the winner this week, I get to promote any Easy Eyes video I would like to promote. I get the final word on anything I've uh, disagreed with, want to reiterate, or just simply thought of just now. Get to share my Twitter handle, and I get to sign off with my trademark sign-off. Let's start with Twitter handle. At Kyle Bossman, I've been doing better this year. Yeah. 2018, I've been tweeting. Cool. Yeah. It's hard. Really? It's so hard. It's hard because, like, it's like, this is a really funny joke. And, like, it's received well, but you're still terrified to hit send. <laughs> what's, your, what's your deleting ratio? Like, how many do you type out and then say, nah, the world doesn't get this one? I'd say 60, 60%. Wow. wow. <laughs> I okay. delete a lot of tweets. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And what so, about for like one week if you just let it all fly? What would happen? Is I think positive? I, I, I think, think people would like me less. If they, <laughs> if they saw 100% of my tweets, I think I would become very like vastly unpopular very quickly. Mm, okay. People on Twitter follow a lot of people they don't like. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. exactly right. Follow is never just like, hey, I like you. It's like, I'm like, well, I want to make fun of you when you say something stupid. Oh. Oh, God, I hate Kyle. Did yeah. you tweet yesterday? Oh, we did. <laughs> but you should keep tweeting. It, it can be fun. It can be fun. It is fun. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm getting used to it. Um, Easy Allies video I want to promote is actually our Sunday concert, Easy Allies in Concert Revengeance, this Sunday, 8 p.m. Pacific time on Twitch. Uh, you can also see it live in L.A. Check out eventbrite.com. Correct. Search for Easy Allies there. Uh, this is a big old concert. This you will see... Uh, you'll see some Easy Allies singing, probably the ones you expect to see singing. Uh, you'll see videos from other Easy Allies. Uh, personally, the one most particular that I'm interested in, you'll see the premiere, the debut of my series, Box Peak, uh, which is pretty exciting. Uh, so yeah, that'll be part of that concert, and that is streaming on twitch.tv slash Easy Allies. Final word. Final word. Uh, blood. Who did you say you didn't want it as a Smash character? The Brutals. Brutals should be in Smash. <laughs> <laughs> and tomorrow is forever all ours.
Wars. I am yeah. enjoying these microtransactions.